0: If you enjoy listening to Getting Better Acquainted, that's great. I'm really grateful to you for joining me on this journey through conversation. I make this show for free and that's how I want this show to be, a free show. But I do want more people to hear the conversation. So if you could share this with people that you know, that would be great. And also if you could leave some iTunes feedback on iTunes, telling people that you like the show and telling them what it is and what it's about. That would also be really great because that helps to push me up the iTunes charts and all that sort of thing. It increases the amount of people who might hear it. Also, I've got the 100th episode of Getting Better Acquainted coming up which is really exciting. In fact, I think we've probably had more than a hundred episodes already because some of the episodes I don't number, they might have been two parters, they might have been getting better acquainted extras. I wanted to do something to mark the occasion of it being the hundredth episode, and I finally come up with a plan. So, first of all, after episode 99, there'll be a week of getting better acquainted episodes going from Monday to Friday and they're going to be five live conversations I recorded at the Invisible Picture Palace which is a glass house in Wapping run by In The Dark Radio. I did five really great conversations there in November in front of a live audience so I'm going to put them in the run-up to the 100th episode. They won't be counted as numbers though because that's Getting Better Acquainted Live and New Strand. So what will the 100th episode be? Well, for the 100th episode, I'm going to throw a party inviting a lot of people who've been on Getting Better Acquainted. And I'm going to play them some clips and we're going to talk about the show. I'm also going to try and get people who've been on who can't make it to send in some sound clips. And I'm going to read out the email correspondence which people have sent in to me. And there have been a few and I'm really Pleased that people are reaching out to me in this way, and this is going to be my chance to reach back and to acknowledge that communication. So, if you have something you'd like to say about getting better acquainted, that you'd like to tell me, please send me an email and I'll read it out as part of the 100th episode but also I'd really like to hear from listeners about what your favourite episodes are or any moments, specific moments would be even better of episodes that you've really enjoyed because that will help me wade through 100 episodes of Getting Better Acquainted That's the plan, thanks for listening Enjoy the rest of the show
1: I probably have, I don't actually think I'm aware of all the things that changed me there or what I've learned from it. It is nice though with the regulars coming, you do get to kind of in a way see their life move along in a way, we have a a lot of mothers or or parents and you see them pregnant and then you see the baby and then you see the baby a bit older and you kind of get sort of evolving snapshots.
0: Hello, I'm Dave. I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together. I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better acquainted with Sophia. Hello Sophia. Hello. (laughs) How did you meet me?
1: Initially I met you because I work at, at a very international big coffee chain <laughs> <laughs> and you came in as a customer and another customer that I got to know was doing a writers group and she invited me and eventually invited you to that group
0: yeah that's so I right know you through that. I think you've kind of already <laughs> answered this what do you do now well
1: I work uh, part-time at a coffee shop and write screenplays primarily cool or try to
0: <laughs> that sort of segues kind of into the first question I was thinking I would talk to you about which i got from another member of the writing group mm. she's like you're doing Sophia. you should ask her how do you survive in london working only three days a week barely barely
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I have, I have the fortune of having uh, for london a very cheap rent while well, i'm a lodger which is not ideal living situation, but it is cheap. Isn't
0: it cheap because you don't have curtains? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) It started when I moved in, the room was being redone. Uh, Walls were painted and and all sorts. So for the first week, I couldn't live in the room. So I lived in the living room. And and then because of that, she didn't feel right to charge full rent. Um, And she said that when the curtains are up, let's say that the room is done. And... I tended not to care so much about the curtains, and and at the time, when I moved in, I had something else on the go as well, so I was hoping not to stay there too long. And I kind of felt that, well, it's not my house, it's not my room, I shouldn't pick the curtains. So I kind of waited for her to do it, but she never did, and I didn't care. And we've kind of stayed. It, it, she's raised it a few times, but it's still.
0: So how many years have you been living without uh, curtains? But
1: eight, coming up on eight years.
0: Eight years yeah. without curtains on your room.
1: Yeah, I'm getting used to actually now. I don't want curtains in in rooms that i sleep sleeping. I prefer because, especially in the summer, you wake up with the light.
0: Well, that's and, nice. Yeah, people can't see. It, it is. Anymore.
1: It's quite sheltered because there are bushes and things outside and it's just the back of other houses okay so it's, it's it's to the back of the garden anyway and the back of other people's houses so i i don't feel and it's at the end i have sort of yeah the the window is kind of at the end of the room
0: no i know what you mean um, about that because it's, so it's I mean it's like th- this room doesn't have curtains but yeah. My my room it just has a skylight and it yeah. means that you kind of have the natural rhythms of the, exactly, yeah. of the day yeah. and the night but again you can't see into my, my yeah, room because it's, it's skylight. It's skylight is
1: even more secure
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely so you lodge and you work three days in a coffee chain
1: that's correct
0: I mean... That doesn't give you very much of a margin for error, though, still, really, does it?
1: Not much. Well, actually, better now. (laughs) Hindsight is such a good thing. I worked, after I finished uni, I worked in post-production. I did film school. Uh, So I worked in post-production in Soho, editing. And then one of the clients there were about to write a screenplay, and he knew that I wanted to write. So he thought, oh, do you want to come along as a trainee? I went, yes, please. Um, so I did that and that kind of fell apart and didn't really turn out as we had hoped but I felt that I really want to write, so yeah. I thought I'm going to focus on this now. So I went three years without income and just ate through my savings and thought that if I'm going to do it, let's focus on it now. So you
0: didn't work at all in didn't work.
1: All? It Didn't work. No. I, I tried to write. Yeah. I did some internship at Production, production But nothing houses, paid? Nothing that paid. Okay. Did short films and stuff like that. Um, and. I had 200 pounds to my name at the end which was not a good place to be um, and then I started working part-time so compared to that I'm, I feel quite okay so you, you,
0: you've learned to live on a uh, low yeah, income yeah and now you've, you're and so it seems like it's better than exactly
1: I've, I've saved quite a lot since I started working. No, I know that feels. But I need to now I kind of need to get out of the mindset of saving everything and actually start to do something and sort of live a little.
0: Does that mean, does it have, yeah, does it have implications on your on your social life? It?
1: It, it certainly did. When I had nothing, I felt my world went down to to minimal. I did nothing unless it was rent or food, spend no money. It seemed like a good idea at the time, I guess. It, I'm not so sure it was because I, I lost a lot of confidence and I was very, I didn't like meeting new people because one of the first things you ask is, oh, what do you do? Yeah. And I was like, well... <laughs> Nothing, really, and I don't have any... And I I've, I've felt very insecure about that aspect of, of talking to people I didn't know.
0: No, I lo- that's the thing I don't like about the... Like, I feel that I need to have that question in. What yeah. do you do now? Yeah. So that people can get an idea of where people yeah. are at.
1: and but, it is one of the first things that you ask someone yeah. to get an idea of who they are, because what you do is, in a way, quite a big part of who you are.
0: It, it can be, definitely. It can be, yeah. I mean, I think everybody feels... Uh, I think most people who write... Feel very ambivalent about the question. Yeah. Because if you say I'm a writer, the next question is what? What's, have you, what have yeah. you got published? Exactly. What, what, and and you know,
1: <laughs> well, no one wants
0: to be reminded <laughs> that they haven't. They got have, anything. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is because you're right. Every time someone asks me, it's like, well, you feel you have to answer what with what pace you.
0: Yeah. But so then if like, you well, answer this, with that,
1: exactly. Then it's like, but no, no. This is actually yeah. what I want to do.
0: So it was a big. Must have been a big decision to decide to write and give up everything did you know how big a decision it was i
1: I, no, i don't think i knew at the time it felt because because i hadn't i've I've never had a problem with money or handling money in my life and i still don't i've never been wasteful or had a problem with sort of meeting living without within my means or anything and at the time i had been working full-time and i'd you know been making money so it was fine yeah I don't know it just seemed like the thing to do if I'm going to do this then I need to do it focus on it um, and then sort of the longer it went and the less I had the the less well I could write as well because I
0: did my, you find that you wrote a lot or sorry did you write a lot during that time um, or did
1: I think I did yeah I think I did a fair amount probably more so at the beginning rather than toward the end because I think other sort of pressures and in, yeah, insecurities and yeah. and doubts and, and all that. And and the fact that I wasn't doing much, so I didn't really have a lot of
0: influence or inspiration. It's a hard area well. to write it's in yeah. as well as screen, screenwriting. It is, yeah. Because it does yeah, require yeah. other people to make it happen.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: In a way that I think that but, more than writing a novel, because yeah. if you write a novel, at least when it's finished you can give it to people yeah. and they can read yeah. as it would be as,
1: exactly that's the finished product. yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, no, I that's
0: true. sort of because I I did film studies at A-level mm. and I've always had an interest in film I was going yeah. to do I was going to do a combined theatre and film degree but I decided on the the, the only one that wasn't which was theater and creative writing. Oh, okay. And I I guess I have, I often wish that I'd done the film part. Yeah. But I did TV drama module at uni, so I did okay. I have sort of vague like, yeah. awareness of of film stuff. Yeah. But I've I've never really sat down and written a film script because mm. I'm too scared of the frustration at the end yeah. of it. Like yeah. a, even a, a stage play, you can I can if I had the energy in the like when I was at uni, mm. I got them produced. I I okay. produced them. Yeah. As an adult,
1: yeah,
0: it's hard to be bothered mm. with the amount of effort and time, and, and just it's Absolutely. hard to find people to work for free when they're not Yeah, students. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly.
1: As a student, you always, and you also have that backing of the university. Yeah. I'm a student, then okay, fine. Yeah. If you come with nothing and go, I want to do this. Well,
0: well that's who right. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was, there was exactly the theatre at university we could use. Yeah. I um, mean, it was hard to persuade them to let us use it. Yeah. But we could yeah, use exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. You have yeah have
1: to stand on. but I mean at
0: least with a stage play yeah you can get it done yeah. if you have to Yeah, they're, they're, you need a budget don't you for a film I mean, oh yeah, yeah you need a director you know, yeah well. you need a
1: director and producer and camera yeah you need all the equipment and usually locations and all that so yeah there's, it's, a, it's quite a beast
0: what drew you to film
1: I don't know I've always I think I always liked films I used to actually want to be a dancer a bit, and then a choreographer, and then I wanted to be uh, an actress, which is why I went to L.A. Um, and there I kind of realized that all the decisions were made behind the camera, and I thought, oh, hang on, thats I, I want to make the decisions. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to direct, and then yeah, I think writing, I've always written short stories when I was younger, and I think, right, I never, though I never thought of it as... As a career or something that you could do, that was kind of just for fun. But then when I kind of realized that, hang on, you can actually write for films, I went to film school and, and came here to England. And that's kind of where. I still, I still like the whole process of films and I still I love film sets and, and yeah. just that whole.
0: Kind of mythology atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. and very, Yeah. And the, there, when I went to film school and we did two films every year, short films, there, Frustrating to make, and there's a lot of hardship when you do them. And when you're in the middle of it, all you want is just to finish it. And then a couple of days later, you go, "Okay, now what?" Yeah, you just, I don't know. Something makes you want to come back and
0: M- make it again. Making stage plays is the same thing. Yeah, I think. exactly. I mean, it was a real rush. It I do is, really miss, yeah. And especially
1: that. stage being on stage is a, yeah is even more so that adrenaline with the audience.
0: Although, I mean, I, I guess I made a similar sort of. Came to a similar conclusion that I wanted to be making the decisions.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, although I, I do miss that actually performing. Mm. I, I, it, you know, when you're young, you've got all of these things you can do at the same time. Yeah, but it feels like the older you get, the yeah, you m- less opportunities decide. you yeah. have. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Is there a film that you would say is the the film that?
1: I don't think so, and, and I kind of, and a lot of people always ask me, "What's your favourite film?" and I never know what to say because it depends so much what you're in the mood for what kind of if you like a comedy or a drama or something but no i can't point to one film and go that's what made me like films i don't i don't know
0: is there a director that you really admire or
1: um again there's not actually specific there are directors that i like i like david fincher but no again i don't have any sort of idol or or one person that i look up to in in, in that i don't really know why
0: well, that's... I mean, you know, fair <laughs> enough. There's no reason why everybody should. <laughs> so, you are from Sweden. I am. Which may surprise some people who are listening, because I thought you were American when I first met you.
1: Thank
0: you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. You said, yeah. that, thank you. I, it's funny, it's counterintuitive to me, being from the UK, yeah. for someone to be pleased that they sound like they're American.
1: Yeah. It's, I've always been drawn to the States. Again, I don't really know why. I went to Texas when I was 16 as an exchange student and moved to L.A. And I did have more of an American accent there when I lived there. And I did first when I came. Everyone thought I was American when I first came here to England. And I've lost it and it's gotten muddled with British English and I don't really know what's what anymore. But try. I don't know. I'm going to get rated for this, but I do prefer American English okay and um, why I don't know I think I've always known it more and and also in Sweden we get more influences from the states rather than from Britain in films and, yeah. and TV and music and that so I think I've heard it
0: well, we, more I we, guess we get a lot more American influences here mm. than we do Swedish so yes. it would make sense <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you haven't picked up the Swedish accent. No, I mean, <laughs> no.
0: no, no, I don't know yeah. very much about Sweden at all. No,
1: I never wanted to have a Swedish accent when I spoke English, so I was, I tried to get rid of it, so I am happy when someone is surprised that I'm Swedish.
0: And why, why did you want to lose your accent?
1: I don't know, um, probably because I wanted to speak English well.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. And,
1: and also probably because I wanted to, I guess I, I guess I wanted to fit in. I guess I didn't want to be immediately pointed out as you're different. You're the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably.
0: Well, that, I mean that makes sense. I can understand that. I mean, a lot of people I know that have learned English are, tr- mm. are often trying to lose, lose their, their yeah.
1: accent. Yeah.
0: You think in English now? Mm. Yeah. Because I remember from a previous conversation, does thinking in English feel different from thinking in Swedish?
1: It's thirteen years since I left Sweden, so it's been a while. It is a necessity, if you're going to speak English, to me, I think it's a necessity to think in English, think in the language that you speak, because otherwise you're just going to get really confused.
0: I mean, I guess I'm interested Um, in, is there something about language that changes the kind of pace of life, or the way that you think, or the way that you...
1: Probably, I'm probably different here, partly because I speak English, than I am in Sweden and partly because that's sort of where my family is. And now because it's been as long as it has been, I find it harder to find the Swedish words that I'm looking for when I speak when I speak Swedish. I obviously can speak Swedish, there's no problem. But I, I do find it easier and I think I prefer to express myself in English. Okay. And but I think I actually I don't know why, but Because I, I think I was ten when I started learning English in school in Sweden. And I always it it came fairly easily to me, and I I, haven't, I don't know why. And I think I st- actually started to think somewhat in English even before I left Sweden. Um, so you kind think
0: of, weird. I guess so. I mean, you kind of <laughs> identified with um, America. Yeah. What what attracted you to America? Uh,
1: I don't know. I think before I went there, it must have been some sort of idea of, of the country, which I don't really know what uh, but now having been there I do well now I don't know because of all the economic downturn and everything yeah <laughs> uh, but in general I find they have a very positive attitude a sort of it's very cliche but in can do spirit if you will yeah I do like that and and it is in a way the land of opportunities and because of film it's Hollywood and that's kind of I guess I always thought that's where you that's should where be. Yeah. You,
0: you went to America when you were... S- I was 16. Yeah. As I, Natalie s- described it last night, at writing group, <laughs> hot Swedish exchange student.
1: Yeah. Those to, were not my words. No,
0: they weren't, they weren't my words either. <laughs> that's why I was clarifying. Yeah. But, yeah. So you... <laughs> I
1: went to Texas. Quote,
0: hot Swedish yeah. exchange student yes, at I, 16. At 16 I
1: it's went to... It's a
0: young age to leave.
1: It is, yeah. Usually... it. it I don't know now, but at the time it was fairly common to, to for usually yeah, it was fairly common to do a year as an exchange student, a year at high school in the States. But most people did it a year later, because in Sweden you have nine years of obligatory school, so you finish when you're 16, and then you usually do three more um, before you go into university. And most people do it if, they, if they're an exchange student, they go after the first year. Right. of the last three, but they had this sort of ad, and they were saying that it's, instead of, because then you start in a class, and then you leave, and then you come back to another class. So instead of doing that, go after the ninth year, and then come back, and you don't, you just start in a class all brand new. So that, well, yeah, that sounds good, and uh, I wanted to go anyway, so.
0: So you were 16? So I was 16.
1: I did junior year.
0: Oh, right, okay.
1: Yeah, junior year in high school.
0: What was that like going to Texas as a 16 year old?
1: It <laughs> was an experience. Again, I think because I wanted to go, I, I have built it up. And, and I think I've, I have I this tendency of, of kind of telling everyone, oh, yeah, it's going to be great, or thinking it myself as well that it's going to be great. And then if it's not, I kind of still try to convince myself that it is. And still, if I've told people that I thought it was going to be great, i kind of want to keep that up in a way it, it was interesting it was uh, 16 you think you know everything and I thought I knew I thought I knew English and come and wasn't prepared for the southern accent <laughs> that everyone spoke with and the cowboy hats and the trucks and it, it was interesting it it was yeah it, it was good it was maybe not as kind of fantastic as I wanted it to or maybe pretended to myself as it was but but no it's certainly I don't at all regret
0: going what was life like in Sweden before you went what was the contrast so you I mean you went oh. to cowboy hot <laughs> Texas
1: yeah it, it, I don't think there are any similarities between Texas and Sweden <laughs> really <laughs> they're quite different places I mean
0: I don't know anything about Sweden but yeah. is it a cold place
1: isn't in the winter. The winter gets cold, yeah, but it's not permanently cold.
0: It's not like Norway, or oh. I don't know anything. Norway right is anybody. not
1: permanently well, I cold know where either. Getting, <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know why I'm going to try and pretend I know anything about Scandinavia, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: I don't. No, I mean, it, the weather is fairly similar to here, but not as... It changes quicker here, and it rains more here. It's a little bit more sort of stable in Sweden, and it gets colder in the winter. It gets maybe about sort of 25 yeah, 25, 27 degrees in the summer. Okay. So it doesn't get very hot, and but as here, you can't depend on the summers. Right. They may not be nice at all, but, but if they are, I think they're very nice because the, because of the long days. The, the sun sets very late. Oh, right, okay. Especially up north, you have the midnight sun. So. Did you
0: get the northern lights in Sweden? Or?
1: Yes, for, um, up north. You have to be up across the Arctic
0: Circle. I want to see them one day.
1: Me too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. There are a few things that I, as a Swede, probably should have What are the other done, things you should have done? The Midnight Sun. I kind of should have seen, or feels like, well, I want to see as well. There's a weird fermented fish thingy that I don't think is very nice, but it's. I think it's also one of those things that you should have tried, as a Swede. Okay. My mom got a bit horrified when I told her that I hadn't. What's it called? Surströming.
0: She's, she's term- Surströming. Surströming. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. <laughs>
1: uh, they had a... I don't know if you saw uh, Jamie Oliver's. He had did a, a series when he went around Europe mostly. Okay. And he went to Sweden, and they did have that. And the can they come in, they kind of bulge a bit because they're so
0: fermented inside.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I think the smell is... I, I hear the smell is worse than the taste.
0: Sweden's quite a fishing
1: We do a lot of fish. Place, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is specific to uh, summer and um, sort of, yeah, a region okay. as well. A bit further north from where I'm from. But, uh, yeah, that I have not tried. And I'm, I can't say I'm very excited about doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I plan to do very soon, but... Maybe I should. But you
0: feel you should at least do it some feel, Yeah, feels like I
1: should Should know.
0: I think people have a similar feeling about deep-fried Mars bars in the UK. Ah, I think no one really wants me. to have them. But yeah. everybody feels like if they're ever in Scotland, they probably, probably should. do
1: it, yeah.
0: Oh, I've had them, actually. They're nice. Oh, so. yeah? Um, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I recommend so deep you fried. Nice that fried. Box yeah, yeah. I I, I preferred. They, they do everything deep fried in yeah, Scotland. Yeah, here. Uh, I, I liked deep fried black pudding the best, I oh, think. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I'm, I'm quite hardcore really? about these things. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know if I think most people would... Most people wouldn't like that. It sounds
1: that. like an odd combination. Yeah. Then again, I'm not that big fan of deep fried no, in general.
0: No, no. Well, I mean, deep-fried Mars bar is is really just like a fritter. Like, when you say deep-fried Mars bar, it makes people think, oh, that'll be disgusting, because it's sweet with deep-fried, but it's like a fritter, so fritters are sweet anyway. But, yeah. Black pudding, okay. Yeah, black pudding, which, well, I like black pudding anyway, Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm one of them yeah that likes it of
1: those people well there's there seems a lot of
0: people are not like i mean, it's a sort of split, I think, yeah if you make people a, a, a cooked breakfast, people can you know I get really excited about the black puddings, okay. and I've seen so many people go, oh. okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I won't', I won't give you that then. yeah, I'll have it for myself,
1: yeah, more for me, thank yeah, you exactly.
0: <laughs> did you live in a sort of small village or in a big in town Texas. no in, in sweden, in sweden first.
1: well it's the sixth or seventh biggest city in sweden but it's not we're nine million in the whole country so oh, right. we don't get up to big cities so even your cities are uh, small yeah i think now it's about hundred and twenty five thousand hundred and thirty thousand maybe okay. uh, which is a is a it's an okay sized city in sweden but it's not that big
0: but you'd been a city liver yeah and then you went to texas yeah did you go to uh, the country
1: you pretty much it was a very small town five thousand people in population which is somewhat of a shock as well
0: texas is a a republican state isn't it it is unless you're in austin or yeah
1: i was i have to say at the time i wasn't very aware of politics no Uh, but but yes exactly but yes in 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 general texas is a republican
0: so how did you feel how did you find the generally republican texas community how did they treat you as a 16 year old swedish girl
1: they treated me very well uh, because because it was such a small town i kind of stood out obviously and everyone knew about oh the new swedish girl and i remember it was one of the first days I got there and everyone, I stayed with the family, it was the parents and they had a daughter who's five days younger than me, so we were exactly the same age. And they, the parents were at work and, and and the daughter was off somewhere, so I was alone in the house. And I had seen, I was driving by somewhere, a donut store, and I went, oh, I'm gonna go get me a donut And obviously I wasn't driving and I didn't have a car, so I thought, well, I'll just walk down there because, you know, that, it wasn't far. And then <laughs> I walked back, and then as they came home, they all went, well, Where did you go? You went, You went, you got donuts? <laughs> and I went, How did you know that? So then people had seen me walking, because obviously you don't really walk much. They,
0: all, they, they drive They, they drive everywhere, yeah. Four by four sort of things.
1: So. Not. Then, there's a lot of trucks. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: this is, yeah, yeah. A, a little this while a ago. This is a little while
1: ago. Let's, say that. <laughs> no, let's like leave that. it at
0: that. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was picking my words. Yeah, yeah
1: thank you. But no, just that sort of small town, everyone knows what everyone does, kind of yeah. got to me a little bit. Oh, okay.
0: And you didn't like that, that I, element? or
1: No, I don't particularly like that.
0: Because would um, you have been like a sort of celebrity a little bit?
1: Celebrity may not be the right word, but
0: everyone but knows everyone who he, you
1: yeah, are yeah exactly everyone
0: D- everyone knows who everyone is though. yeah, yeah, so yeah and like I, and I was sort
1: of the, the new interesting little
0: Swedish 16 yeah, year old exactly. I think that must have had some that must have had some appeal to people some I think people. so
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you find that interesting to deal with or how um,
1: did it? I don't actually remember it that much but but yeah no of course of course there was was that yeah. side of
0: it the the uh, the obvious it, thing that yeah. would happen
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean it's, it's a strange thing I think because I, I you know I, I'm always sort of interested in the idea of how it feels to be somebody in a, a situation where people are generally interested in you sort yeah. of I guess romantically or whatever yeah because I've never experienced that myself yeah well when I was talking to I was talking to somebody else for this podcast mm. and she was talking about when she'd gone to Africa as a white yeah. woman and yeah. that was a, an incredibly mm. kind of extreme difference but yeah. this was a, a very much this less is, of a difference
1: yeah yeah not that extreme I had a little bit of that my parents lived in Malaysia for a bit and again I'm quite tall and they tend to not to be in in Asia and everyone with black hair and short. So I was a head taller and blonde. So there I stood out more, I think, than Mm -hmm. in Texas. Mm
0: -hmm. And they Uh, lived there for? Three years. Three years, and you went to visit, did you? Yeah,
1: because at the time, when I moved to LA, my parents moved to Malaysia. So the summers I spent in Malaysia and then back to LA.
0: And for for two summers I was in. So what was it like in Malaysia as a tall white Uh, It
1: was quite funny because the two years I was there the summer of 99 and 2000 Um, and even between those two years I noticed a difference because Malaysia at the time was, they were just starting to pick up on tourism and sort of adapting to to tourism and and using it (laughs) so the first summer I felt much more that people sort of Got at you a little bit, whereas the second summer already they were more used to Westerners being there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I personally don't really like that standing out for that obviously standing out.
0: No, it's a funny Um, thing. Yeah, I think because that's I guess that's another thing I've come to realize over my life Mm. is that I used to always be very jealous of people who stood out. Because I was like, I want to stand out in that way. I stood yeah. out in different ways. Mm. I don't, can't recommend those ways. Yeah. But as I've got older, I've come to realise that attention is not constant. Attention is not yeah. a nice thing. No, and, and
1: I felt that also again as a as a blonde woman you, in in sort of markets and stuff, you get groped a bit, oh. and it's it's not that attention is not very no, well, nice. And and then then after that, every sort of attention you get, you kind of go. Mm why is this why please just get away from me oh,
0: i think <laughs> gropers is. ruin it for everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> for everybody yeah no, no men want to be thought of as, exactly. as, as grop, potential yeah. gropers but yeah if people are going to go around groping then you can't blame women for
1: exactly yeah you're kind of having that suspicion yeah. it sort of
0: ruins the whole sort yeah. Of
1: yeah it's not playing nice. field yeah, absolutely
0: yeah so you were in Texas. You were there for how long? Were you in
1: Texas? I was a year,
0: and then you went back to Sweden. I
1: went back to Sweden. I kind of wanted. to, I had this thing where I where I thought, because I did the junior year in high school, you have one more year for senior, and then you graduate. So I thought, oh, I should stay, do the senior year, and graduate from high school. That'll be because I always had an an intention of coming back to the states. You so did thought,
0: do the prom then as well. Would you? I did. I did the. Junior oh, you did prom. the prom.
1: Yeah, yeah, they had a junior prom. But I thought, oh, you need a high school diploma to get any, anywhere else. I started to sort of fish around if I could stay another year to finish high school. But then my mom kind of went, uh, come back and finish school in Sweden, and then you can do what you want.
0: And then okay. I was still,
1: you know, I turned 17 in, in Texas. So I was still quite young. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's she kind of went, okay, no, there. hold yeah. on now.
1: Okay, this is one thing I'm going to say. You come back to Sweden and finish school, and and then, you know.
0: Because I mean, it must have been big for your your parents for you to leave. when It you were was. It, it was
1: quite tough for them because I have two older sisters, and my older sister had already gone off to university. But when I left for Texas, my middle sister also went off to university. So all of a sudden, the house was empty, and I think that was a little bit tough on well, more particularly, I think that I don't think she, she had expected that suddenly that we were all out of the house gone
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and no I'm happy I went back and did the three years after obligatory school in Sweden finished that graduated there and then actually I stayed two more years and then I went to LA
0: so and then you went to LA
1: yeah when I was 22
0: and what was LA like
1: it was also because I wanted to go I'd spent sort of ten years of building it up and, and it was going to be so amazing and, this and, and I went alone and I didn't know anyone so I was fairly depressed <laughs> for, for those two years. And I tend to, when I'm not comfortable in a situation, I tend to turn inside. So I I find it quite difficult to, to make friends as well. I did, I did two years at university, that's why I went there. But yeah, no, it wasn't, it, it was a little bit like running headfirst into a brick wall. <laughs> um, but. Hey, you live and learn. Yeah.
0: And, and how did you feel that uh, L.A., did, was L.A. different from Texas? Oh,
1: oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> L.A. is... An obvious uh, answer, but... Yeah. Uh, L.A. is different, I think, from any other place. And also, depending on where in L.A. you are, you get very different experiences as well, because it, because it's such a vast area. It covers such Everyone a Everyone drives
0: area. there, don't they? Everyone. It has drives. to. Oh, I
1: love driving in L.A., though.
0: Okay. Yeah. Why? Why?
1: I love I love driving in general, and LA is LA is made for cars. So I got a car, I got a little Honda Accord, but I don't know. Five to six months after I went there, I realized I need I need a car because taking the bus after dark is not no. <laughs> not necessarily something you want to do in LA. But yeah, no, I love driving in LA.
0: But you've been very. You've been very brave in your life generally though. You seem to have done all of these kind of extreme like you went to Texas on your own?
1: Yeah. You yeah, that L- was through an organization though, yeah. though. But yeah.
0: But you were you went on your yeah. own.
1: Yeah.
0: You went to LA on your own. Yeah. Not even through an organization. Yeah, no. And then you came to London on your own, didn't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: Farnham first where I studied for 3 years, Farnham, sorry. Okay. And then I moved into London.
0: But you came to the UK I on came your own. To the UK, yeah. Why why, why do you keep carrying places on your own? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was no one else to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, people keep saying I'm brave. I don't know. They, I, I never... I don't think I ever felt there was anything else I wanted to do. It was. I don't think I really thought about it. It was just something I wanted to go there. I yeah. wanted to be there and, and didn't really... Probably didn't consider all the consequences just that well that's what I want to do so that's where I go (laughs) you take the knocks as they come
0: and when you were in LA you didn't you didn't really socialize as much as you not no might have done yeah but you do you find have you learned from that experience do you think
1: I probably have I don't actually think I'm aware of all the things that changed me there or what I've learned from it because it's I think it's taken me longer than I wanted it to to kind of come out of that. Because coming here as well, studying, I was a little bit older and there was a lot of, I was 24, 25 when I came here. And there was a lot of 18-year-olds that I went to, to film school with. A little bit different crowd than I wanted to hang out with.
0: That must, <laughs> that must be strange. So,
1: yeah, so it was still sort of, and, and coming from LA, having two years of that sort of mm, f- turning inward, at first I went, woohoo, there's lots of people here. And then kind of realised, okay, maybe not necessarily the people I wanted to... But
0: you had to make films with them.
1: I had to make films with them, yes.
0: So you're making films with people who are essentially children. Well, yes, yeah, some not, of them, not all of them, I'm but, not but yeah, saying, some I'm of them. I'm not saying yes. there's anything wrong with being yeah, a child. Yeah. And, I'm not even look. When I was at uni, I would have hated to have heard someone on a podcast saying yeah. I was a child. <laughs> but as I've got but older, they would but I, real, I realized <laughs> yeah. that when I was 18, yeah. I was a child. Yeah. When me, me and me and Jen say when we met each other, yeah. we were really still finding out who the hell we were. Yeah, yeah. But you knew more about who you were. I mean, we never know. Yeah, yeah. Completely. But yeah, no. So was that? I mean, I mean, I guess that kind of makes it hard to find romance and sort of yeah (laughs) i mean i I remember there was a few there was a few people i knew at uni who were mature students yes yes
1: that's what i was like oh okay thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah 24 you're a mature student yeah Yeah. and yeah i mean they didn't socialize as much with the rest of us yeah did you yeah no
1: the because the first year i lived on campus yeah, uh, because you came in and and you got housing on campus, and they did place all of us mature students in in more or less of two of the houses at the end, uh, which in a way was was good, I guess, because then at least you found some people that might have been in this somewhat similar situation. You have wanted situation. to hang
0: out with the people who were just finding themselves.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they were they were close by, close enough. <laughs> as, yeah, exactly. As it was.
0: Did you feel like you fitted in then? When you were Not really.
1: It? No. No, I, I don't actually really remember the last time I felt like I belonged or fit in somewhere, which is something I think I've always sort of searched for, but I don't really know if I'm finding it.
0: I think most people
1: yeah, are looking it's a to common,
0: fit in. Yeah. I'm probably going to go in a very different direction in a minute, but um, <laughs> before I do, I mean, I guess the thing I'm thinking about when I'm hearing all of this and I mean, I've I've talked to you a bit before about your life, but I've not sort of got the chronology of it mm-hmm. so much. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, did you have you had any? And I don't want to go in, you know, to, into into area, any areas you don't want to go into. But I mean, have you had any kind of big romances in this time?
1: Not really, sadly. Um, I think partly because I. I don't know. I think I've, always, because I moved around a fair bit. I think maybe I've used it as an excuse as well, not to, I don't know, let people in or something. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll, I'll move soon anyway, or I'm on my way here, or I'm on my way there. Yeah, and also not quite being feeling comfortable in in the situation where where you where you're at. Yeah.
0: To
1: me, I I. If that's how I feel, I'm not very open and receptive to to others either. I think it's an area that maybe I've blocked off a little too much. In life.
0: And you, but you don't. If I'm, I'm remembering this as we're talking. <laughs> you don't want children, is that right? I, no, I don't, you don't. No. Why? Why don't you want children?
1: I don't think it's for me. i <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't currently want children. either, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you for this. Yeah.
1: No. It's no. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> people do. People, people judge do, you, especially always. women. Absolutely. Oh, I think you, more
0: you than. Think I don't know. Yeah. No. Obviously, <laughs> obviously you do. Yeah. yeah. No. But, yeah. No.
1: Um. I I don't know. I, it's just. It's, no. I feel it's not. It's not for me. And I think you should only have children if you really want to. Mm. I don't, to have children just because it's the thing to do. I think it's the worst thing you can do. And and I don't want children with all my heart and and as much as I think you should want children if you have them. I have four nephews and a niece and I love them to death and they're hilarious and the, and I play with them when I go home. It's uh, fun being but a, exactly. A i corona, come home and yeah. I'm I'm the fun and who who comes and plays with them and they love it and and I give all my time when I'm there. But then I sort of give them back to, <laughs> back <laughs> to my sisters, and that's fine. I don't know, I think, I think it should, when you have children, it changes your life completely, as yeah. it should. That's not the life I want.
0: I always think I'm a bit too selfish to have kids. I don't yeah. want to give up Yeah, my, my personal boundaries. My, yeah. like I, I want to be able to do what I want when yeah, I want. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah yeah no, it, ch- it changes your life completely and I, and I think it should you shouldn't have children unless you
0: do you th- do you think that's an, another re- a reason why you've not pursued romances though because I mean it the if you get in a romance then yeah. the next step is yeah i think i think it has be.
1: been a th- i don't think it's been a reason, but there has been a thought of obviously I need to f- find a man who doesn't want kids either yeah um yeah. Because that would be a big problem if it did.
0: I think there's, um, there's, there's there isn't very many of them in a way. I think there's a lot of young men who don't want kids. Yeah, yeah.
1: But the older the, that people yeah. get,
0: the the more, the more likely it is that do. they're going to yeah. want kids at some yeah. point.
1: Thanks, you're very encouraging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it depends. If you if you I don't think that I don't think that being in a relationship is a necessity. I think no,
1: I, I would like to. I'd love to get married, but just not the kids' thing.
0: <laughs> um, what kind of a marriage do you I want to have? I don't know. You don't know? No, You're I You're not one of these people who I'm who, not
1: one of these people who has their wedding day all planned out. Thank I, God. I don't. Yeah. I don't
0: understand that.
1: No, me neither. <laughs> I don't. I think it's probably more that I know things I don't want, but, well, but no, I okay, don't. Well,
0: what date you want? Yeah,
1: I knew you were going to ask that, and I, <laughs> I probably don't even know that. I don't want it too big and not too... I don't know. I don't know, actually.
0: Big is hard. I yeah.
1: Think I just want it nice. <laughs> yeah. Big enough, but not too big.
0: Significant.
1: Yeah. But not... Special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to take it in a kind of different direction. Okay. You work in customer services. Yes. You are a barista. Yes. Am I saying that right?
1: Barista, yes. Uh, barista.
0: Yeah. People come into the to the coffee shop mm-hmm. or every day. Yeah, you have to take what they. I've worked in customer services, yeah. so I sympathise. with Yeah, this. and you've been doing how long? You've been doing Th- what, uh, three, about three years. Three years, yeah. and you know how do you how do you deal with that?
1: When I started, I think also partly because I didn't know everything that well, so I didn't feel entirely comfortable in what I was doing. And when I when I don't, I, I tend to sort of take things more personally or think that I've done something wrong or whatever. So then I found it more difficult. Now I'm comfortable with what I do and I know what I'm doing. You have to try to just not take it in. And I have to say that most of our customers are, are regulars and most of them are very nice. You get the odd one that is not as, as
0: nice. No, nice as others. You smile and nod. Yeah. And I mean, I know that you, feeling myself. Yeah.
1: And you keep your thoughts to yourself. Yeah. Don't say them out loud, and then you go in the back and talk to your, your colleagues.
0: Who yeah. <laughs> know exactly what you feel. I mean, it's it, it's funny, isn't it? You, you see these people every day, yeah. and you do sort of start to 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 kind of have a friendly relationship yeah, with absolutely. the people you yeah, come I'm into. Made, your... I
1: make good friends from customers. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, well, in fact, but you know, we're we're in the we're same writing because, group because. Yeah. because because of, of of a friendship you made with a customer
1: exactly
0: yeah so, I mean I've known this from working in libraries you get very affectionate to regulars that yeah, come in Yeah. I mean I guess in a, in a library even probably even more so because yeah, they're sharing life, maybe yeah. areas of their life that you know they, they, yeah. they need help they mm. come in they need help for something we provide that help mm. you, you provide them with coffee which I guess yeah. is a kind of help for some people it,
1: yeah it is and it's quite funny some of the things people say are quite personal and quite yeah you, you, a few times I've been not shocked necessarily but very surprised at what people say and, and not necessarily regulars that I've gotten to know or I've seen some of them maybe not the first but second or third time they come in they spill something fairly personal I go okay <laughs> and but it's interesting it is nice though with the regulars coming you do get to kind of in a way see their life move along in a way we have a a lot of mothers or or parents and you see them pregnant and then you see the baby and then you see the baby a bit older and you kind of get sort of evolving snapshots of no that's true because
0: we were I mean we were talking earlier about the children and I I use the same coffee shop and I see the children and I work with children and and I have that in my in my job yeah that kind of flick book yeah Seeing them grow up think, and yeah. that can be quite moving. It
1: is, yeah.
0: Right, so okay, <laughs> I'm trying to get like here, here's get here's get my dirt. thing. Here, well, no, I'm not. I don't no. know. I don't know if I want to get no. the dirt, dirt no. because I I don't know if it's. I, mean, I, I don't, think we, I'll give it. We, exactly, it's not it's not it's not for us to sort of reveal people's no. lives no. and on a, on a podcast about which isn't about them. Here's my thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. I've been in customer services I've been on the other side of the counter and I've always been very friendly Mm. to to people who come in but as a customer I'm not very good at dealing with uh a Happy, a friend, yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, and you are a friendly burrito. <laughs> so I hear. And we well, know you are, and, yeah. and, and 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 so before we became friends, before we knew each other, yeah. you know, I I I never knew, really knew how to respond yeah. to the friendliness that you were giving, yeah. and now it's easy because mm. we can actually talk. Yeah, it, like for example, today we can say, "See you later on." Yeah. We we're going to record a podcast, exactly, but. but how do you, do you find that the way I am is more, is, is common or is it am I quite unusual in this respect?
1: Kind of in between common and unusual. Um, it is quite funny cause, because, well, I only work part time, so only, you, and people are very much creatures of habit and they come in at the same time. And so you see the same people to the point where you go he's late today We're, we, you start worrying at people when they not, don't show up at the time when they should yeah um,
0: well you always point these things out as well like, yeah. like the, you, yeah, know, we go, hey, you guys you're are, late you late yeah, yeah. Or, you know, in again yeah. second <laughs> cup of coffee are you always yeah. trying to guess what I'm having
1: yeah because most people m- most of the regulars have the same drink all the time so we see them and we start doing the drink we don't even have to ask what yeah. they're having uh, and a lot of people like that they no I'm the sure coffee. they do yeah, and they I'm go, sure oh, they do know what I drink. But, but once they change you don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah we have and we have a lot of jokes uh between us colleagues and also with customers and we kind of bring the customers into our our jokes as well but it has happened that with regulars been in and we joke with them and people who are new hearing it looking at us like we're crazy Go, what are you saying to this customer and then yeah. we kinda of have to go we know them nice. <laughs> it's okay so, so yeah you do people who are new to the store it takes them a little while to kind of get used to the oh, okay it's See, okay to talk to people it's okay to I'm
0: comfortable with the with that level mm. like, I'm comfortable when people start taking the mickey out of me yeah. I'm comfortable with the bit that bit where yeah. where, where where you know I mean I, I, I find it a bit of a challenge to try and get that bloody card to, <laughs> s- to swipe correctly happy thoughts you, see, happy you like thoughts. to you like to mess <laughs> with people about that card machine. yeah a little
1: bit
0: yeah for, for the purposes of the listeners it's where you have to scan your <laughs> swipe yeah, your, your card and, yeah, and it doesn't always work and they work differently work, on the different yeah. sides in the
1: they are, yeah.
0: coffee shop
1: and usually they, you, you give like four tries to the customer, and then you do it. And right then you the take it off, time. and you yeah. just,
0: yeah, you yeah, emasculate me there, yeah. right there on the counter. I didn't mean that. <laughs> No, that's never fine. the
1: intention. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure, but
0: but but but, 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 I'm. That's my. That's where my mind yeah. goes. I'm like, right. I've got to get this right. I want to look. Like, yeah. And then, and then when, like, I get such yeah. satisfaction when somebody goes first time. You know, first time. Or you. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't know why. It's pathetic. The, the, really. You're
1: not the only one. Other <laughs> people go. Yay! I'm on the roll now. <laughs> oh,
0: God. So, yeah, These no, tiny no. little parts of our lives that I become know. so important yes, when they're every day. They are.
1: They uh, build up. But
0: I'm comfortable with the the level where it becomes kind of. I know the person, Yeah. but before I know them at all, yeah. I, I I don't know. I I'm one of these people who, if I'm at a supermarket, I will choose the one the self service counter. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: you really? know? Yeah. I'm one of
0: those, yeah. and I don't want to be one of those. Yeah. Because I, you know, I like I like people. Yeah. But when yeah. I'm doing my thing, I just want to do my yeah. thing, and I want to go. Yeah. I don't the, no. Be no we to we
1: we get all sorts, and obviously you have to try to to gauge that with the person and, and again people that you know of course then you just keep talking with them there are some people where you go oh, how are you today and they look at you like you've asked the most offensive Damn. thing in the world and they go fine I'm like okay I just asked you how you were it's not something it's not a bad thing and then yeah so you have to you start talking to them if they don't engage then okay then you back off
0: cuz i can't remember uh, do you guys say have a nice day
1: i do you do yeah not everyone does cuz
0: that's like a red flag to some british people
1: i know i used to cuz i worked at this coffee shop when i was studying as well and and then i had come pretty recently from the states so everyone was saying have a nice day and so many and because i had more of an american accent as well and and it was right at the time when it had taken over Another big chain, chain yeah. <laughs> in cafes, and a lot of people went. And I said, "Have a nice day." And they go, "Don't mean that." Okay. <laughs> and yes, you, you do get sometimes. It's it's, it's it's a funny a thing, a weird right thing here.
0: Because I used to be, and I, I probably still am a little bit, but I used to be the kind of person who did object to the "have a nice day" yeah. because it was very American. Yeah. Then I realised that I also like to be polite. Yeah. Which is a very British thing. Yeah. And I realised that. I mean, the way I get out of it is I say, have a good day. That's what right? I started doing. Yeah.
1: I was starting to say, have a good day, which is, you know, grammatically incorrect.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I guess <laughs> for me, it's like I can be nice to somebody and mm-hmm. wish them a good day without yes. actually using the. Phrase which people consider to be a cultural yeah. kind of imperialist thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, get in any trouble. But I mean, but 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 I, since I started saying "have a good day" to mm. people it, when I when I when I use a, go into a shop or, or whatever, yeah. or When I used to work behind the counter in a library, you know, I, I I realized that actually because that isn't "have a nice day," people don't respond to it in that kind of way. Mm. And they respond re- they respond to it in the way that probably people meant. Yeah. Have a nice day to be. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But I think people don't like an automatic response as yeah. well. That's yeah. the problem. I mean, you guys are, in your in your coffee shop, in that particular branch of that yeah. coffee shop, you guys are quite, you know, you are quite an original, but you, yeah. you're, you're yeah. No, we're, we're friendly in a nice either. way. Yeah. 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 And a lot of the time in, 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 in these kind of environments, you do get a kind of automatic yeah. response. Yeah. You don't want to be a barista for the rest of your life.
1: I prefer not to. Okay. <laughs> no, of course not.
0: So, um, your plans are screenplays.
1: Yes, work within films.
0: I mean, how do you feel about that as a career path? I guess. How do you break into into that? Yeah. I mean, it's the million dollar question. Isn't
1: yeah, it? exactly. If you if you get it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll,
0: I'll, I certainly will pass on the secret. if <laughs> yeah. Anybody ever tells me? Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. I kind of there's nothing really else that I can think of doing so I think I just have to keep trying
0: and is your future in the UK
1: for now yeah I'm still a little bit drawn to the States but I'm getting the longer I live here obviously the more people I get to know here and the more connections and, and relations I have here and also it's very convenient because it's close to Sweden and Ryanair flies to my hometown so it's it's very easy and often cheap to go home mm. and, and especially with my my sisters having young children it's it's
0: It's nice to be able to to,
1: whereas if I was further away it's so much more of a
0: so um, what is the UK like from the point of view of a Swedish person
1: Uh (laughs) Um, it well I, I can't say from a point of view of a Swedish pers- person I can only say from my point of view. From I, the point of view of I, I don't necessarily want to represent the entire country. The
0: individual that you are that the doesn't come that from that, the UK originally. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I, I do like big cities. I used to have more of a sort of love hate relationship with London or maybe England <laughs> per se. <laughs> it's more on the love side now. My biggest problem is the the expense of living. I would love to have my own place. But obviously not entirely possible at the moment. It's
0: hard in London. So that, exactly.
1: And that's and also <clears throat> if I may say so, the quality of houses are maybe not always that great. So you pay a lot for not very much. But other than that, it's uh, yeah, as I said, I, I like big cities. I like the, the, the pulse of the city, the, the, there's life, there's things. If you want if you want to do something, it's there. It's, yeah, I don't know.
0: but culturally, though? I mean, what culturally is different about the? Oh, UK?
1: what's not? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's. I I don't know. I find I I guess I find it easier to say how Swedish people are rather than what the British culture is.
0: So how so how would you say yeah, Swedish?
1: We're quite in a way reserved, and we're very we we don't like to offend anyone. So, whereas here people are very, like I hear people go, oh, "We had a we had a good row last night," and whereas in Sweden we're very, we we, I guess in general we don't like confrontations, and here people kind of in a way thrive on it, conversations and, and discussions and arguments. is very much and questioning the media and any politicians are always questions well, if they say something so, well, they didn't really mean that what did they actually mean whereas I think in Sweden you're more like well if they said it then that's what they mean and in a way I'd, I'd like to get more critical because I, I tend to take things at face value and go well if, if you say that then that's what you mean so we're, we're we don't yeah we don't we don't like to offend anyone everyone should kind of get along and 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 it's quite yeah pc to to a fault i think
0: it's funny that you say that i mean it's interesting that you say that because i think i i always feel like the impression of the uk is that we're all very reserved and yeah. stiff upper lip and all yeah, that yeah
1: there is that as you say maybe i i think in my opinion maybe more of a stereotype rather than the truth. The truth, yeah, yeah. I
0: think that's true.
1: And, and I think maybe, as, as we were talking about before, maybe it's a class mm. thing as well. The stiff upper lip may be the upper classes. Yeah, and middle than, to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rather than, than others. But but yeah, and I find a, yeah more argumentative. <laughs>
0: mm,
1: certainly.
0: <laughs> I quite like that. But isn't? yeah, yeah, As it's a not, cultural it's not image. At I, all. I, I I'd, I'd but, take that well, over yeah. this whole kind of posh, person who doesn't yeah. talk about their emotions. Yeah, I prefer I prefer the idea of being an argumentative nation than the yeah. than, a, than than the general yeah. images that that people have of us. Yeah, it's been a, a pleasure getting acquainted with you, Sophia. Um, the last thing that I ask everybody, and I'm finding that I'm now. Building up to it a little bit by saying, interpret it as you will. People have had some quite inventive takes on this, even though it seems like a very... I I, I imagined everybody would say no, unless the answer was yes. Okay. But people have started kind of thinking outside the box on it, so I'm encouraging that now. Okay. But do you have anything that you want to plug, like promote?
1: Um... (laughs) <laughs> myself. no. I guess, just, okay, to step outside the writing, I think I like photography. And I like taking, I I'd actually like to, I think I'm a fairly good photographer, actually. And I like to get more into that. So maybe that's what I'll plug.
0: Okay. I so don't know
1: how I would do that, but...
0: Have you taken have any sort of steps towards towards it?
1: Um, yeah, I think that's my main area that I need to work on, actually getting more proactive in, in getting somewhere. Um, I've been thinking of, of in general just taking more photos. I yeah. did, my, my sister got married last summer and I did their wedding photos and did a book for them that they really loved and I've, other people have really liked as well.
0: Oh, cool. Um, have you got like a Flickr account or anything like that?
1: I don't know, but I have, I've started looking into other uh, sort of photography uh, competitions and stuff like to get more into the habit of taking more photos so i have an idea of, of doing it at, at the coffee shop maybe monthly because another our manager is also like to maybe have, just display our photos
0: that would be really nice yeah
1: I think because we have some photos that another girl who used to work there took and, and it, it generated quite a lot of response from customers and it seems to be something that they like to have there so I thought maybe we could do that just to Promote herself
0: a little bit. Lovely. Yeah. So okay. Well, that I... might be. It. Brilliant. Well, I mean, people can always contact me, and I will pass their details on to Sophia if they if, if they have any photography related stuff, or indeed screenplay related stuff. Sounds
1: but, good to me. That
0: they they were interested in, uh, in contacting her about. Fantastic. Okay. Um. So at this point, which it's, it seems that it's. Uh, throws people off but oh well what can you do at this point I always say um, would you like to say goodbye to the listeners I
1: would like to say goodbye
0: to the listeners thank you for listening if you indeed did brilliant goodbye you can find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at UBA Podcast you can find it on Facebook It's Getting Better Acquainted. Have a search on Facebook and like it. Or you can find it on the website, www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk. You can also subscribe by searching on iTunes and subscribing to us that way. And on the Stitcher Smart Radio app, you can download for your smartphone from stitcher.com or through the App Store. There are lots of ways to get better acquainted. I make a podcast about conversations and so that should suggest to you that I love conversations and I love real people's conversations, everyday people's conversations about their lives and their thoughts, the conversations that never get heard. Some of those conversations are getting heard though at the moment. There's this new project that I'd like to tell you about that my friend Jesse Levine from In The Dark is part of called The Listening Project. It's an ambitious new partnership between BBC Radio 4, BBC Local and national radio stations and the British Library. They are asking people up and down the country to share an intimate conversation with a close friend or relative to help build up a unique picture of our lives today. Some of these conversations will be broadcast across BBC Radio and archived by the British Library preserving them for future generations. BBC Radio producers have been gathering conversations from across the UK, covering everything from living with Alzheimer's to falling in love in the front seat of a Reliant Robin. And now they'd like you to record and share your own conversations. Perhaps you know someone with a fantastic story that you'd love them to share with the world. There may be something that you've always wanted to discuss with someone close to you. Or maybe you just like to celebrate happy moments in your life, or reflect on memories of a dearly departed friend. What you talk about is completely up to you. This project is about creating space for you and a loved one to have the conversation you always meant to have. By taking part, you'll also have the chance to be a part of history. You can choose to submit your conversation to the British Library, who may add it to their permanent audio archive. Don't worry if you've never recorded anything before. They've written a simple step-by-step guide on their website. All you need is a computer, a laptop, camera or phone with a microphone. And believe me, if I can record a conversation, you can record a conversation. Find out more about The Listening Project by typing The Listening Project into Google or by going to bbc.co.uk slash radio4 slash features slash the hyphen listening hyphen project and it will take you through how to record your conversations I really think recording conversations is a valuable thing it's valuable for you and it's valuable for the people who listen so why not be a part of this really excellent project